1997, I felt like I totally arrived. I was a college graduate, had my first job. I know some of you are still stuck on the 1997 because you may not have even been born, but you know, uh, just pretend you knew what it was like, but wait for it. I was, my job that I was so proud of, I was a full-time substitute teacher. Dun, dun, dun. I know, right? Substitute teaching. Now I look back and I'm like, oh my word. But I was so excited. And, you know, getting a health science or physical education in the Midwest, we call it gym class here in Minnesota. Uh, it was super competitive back then. And I really wanted to do whatever was needed to get that full-time position. And then once I finally did obtain, you know, the coveted full-time job, I would quickly find out that teaching was not actually the hard part. Not unlike today's uh, day and age, right? Dealing with people. In my case, specifically parents back then were hard. And I, re I knew I really needed to communicate better with them if I was going to make an impact on their students. Over the next several podcasts, I'll be sharing about different strengths, what each is as an example, ideas on how to grow in that strength and put it into action if maybe you're not really strong in that area of training and development. The book that really impacted me many years ago now uh, at the beginning of my career was called Strength Finders by Tom Rath. And I'm pulling out some examples from his book and in the show notes below, you'll be able to link um, into and grab that book if you would like to check it out a little bit further. But good day, friends. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. And if you enjoy short, quick tips that are immediately applicable in the world of training and development, you have come to the right place because that is what we do here every single Friday on Creative Training Techniques, this podcast. Also, please feel free to click the follow and like buttons to ensure you never miss another episode. Let's dive into today's tip. Uh, in any role, uh, it doesn't even matter if you're a trainer or not, speaker, the, the job doesn't even have to relate. Communication is key. And having great communication is an imperative quality, although most people lack for it. It's kind of crazy. It's like, wait a second, I present for a living, so I should be pretty good at it. But communication takes a lot more than just standing up and speaking in public or <laughs> as we are doing right now, sharing on a podcast. It's not just using word pictures when you talk or writing a book uh, as a skill of communication. It is listening in and taking captive your audience through both the, the written word and, and just even through listening and mentoring. When training, you are able to bring dry, boring content to life if you have the skill of communication. So here's what it might sound like. Margaret is a marketing director, and she says, once I read a book about giving speeches that gave two suggestions, talk only about things you're really passionate about, and always use personal examples. I immediately started doing that and I found lots of stories because I have kids and grandkids and a husband and I build stories about my personal experiences and my work experiences because everyone can relate to them. So as I was reading that, I thought that is so true as we speak and present, having communication but in a storytelling mode is 
a lot more interesting than just stating the facts. So here are a couple of ways for you to put into action great communication as we head into autumn and this new season of just, I don't know, things are crisp and fresh outside. So first of all, always do well in your role that requires you to, to grab a people's attention. So as a communicator, that's our job, to grab people's attention, not by screaming and yelling and saying, hey, everyone, look at me, but by using skills and talents and techniques to help people focus where their attention needs to be, especially when you're on stage. Um, I would start writing down stories or phrases that really resonate with you, but also the topic you train on. I have, imagine, a book with blank pages in it. It's an actual art like you can draw and draft on it. And I just have quotes all, in all these different thought bubbles with who said it, when they said it. And that makes it really easy for me to grab some of the most current content and be able to implement that into whatever presentation I'm giving. Uh, for communicating well, pay close attention to your audience. You're going to be reading their reactions and you also will notice that some parts are really engaging and other parts, maybe people are starting to yawn. So you're going to want to make sure you take note of that so that your next presentation um, highlights the areas that were a little bit boring, but in a new and exciting way. And of course, practice. This is kind of ironic because it's counterintuitive. The more you prepare, the more natural you actually are. So I would just recommend for that communication to be great, to just practice, practice, practice. Those are just a few little tips for today on how you can be a better communicator. I'm Becky Pike-Puth with the Bob Pike Group, and thanks for tuning in.